This is EdTech Weekly. I am your host, Ricky Zager. This is episode 58. And Christy, you are back with us and your consecutive episode streak is still intact. All right. I got to look up and see how many number or how many that is. Yeah, we still have to do that. I don't think Matt's in any danger, but I, I'm not going to say Matt said this to me when I saw him today, but I, there is a conspiracy out there among some uh, people in the EdTech Weekly community that are thinking the last two weeks we were off was because we were trying to continue your streak. Do you trying have, to continue it? Yeah, like we were trying to make sure it continued by missing those episodes. I mean, what do you say to people that are challenging that? I think you just uh, have two very busy people doing a podcast who have kids and full-time jobs. So sometimes that happens. <laughs> okay. So you're going to, you're playing is it straight as if this is not a conspiracy. I, of course I know the truth, but I'm not going to tell anyone what it is. Uh, it's, it's, well, I guess I will. Yeah. We're just busy and we're trying and I'm trying to get on here yeah. every week and, and we'll continue to try um, so that it does not become ed tech every once in a while. Those of you who have been listening for a while, we'll get that. All right. So let us just get to the ed tech rundown, shall we? Uh, Ed Surge tells us how a school district makes the most of its money. Uh, the Yuma Elementary District began a plan in 2009 to really start improving their ed tech. Now, while the article doesn't really go into depth on how they chose their particular focus on math um, or even how they chose the computers that they were using to get eventually to this one-to-one initiative, uh, it does provide a general type roadmap. And it's broken down their journey into sort of deciding what to buy, uh, how to find money for it, and then investing in professional development. It does sort of feel like a kind of like go big or go home story about ed tech, like just keep investing and keep throwing money into it. So I'm not sure that it's the roadmap that we should all follow, but I think there are maybe a few things that you could take out of it if you're uh, launching into doing some ed tech initiatives. Yeah, I really liked that there are so many similarities between their journey and journey in our district right now with one-to-one. One thing I liked was that they described it as year nine that they're into of their plan. And I think that's so important with ed tech that it takes time. And you know, they, they've been doing this since 2009. The other thing I liked in the article, they talk about the that they use for training. They really looked for experts within and found that their paraeducator librarians were experts and had a lot of capacity to. So then they were, went with them to train their teachers. All right, Yahoo Finance reports on the announcement of a new ed from New Schools Venture Fund. The challenge targets ed tech entrepreneurs, specifically in special education from pre-K through 12th grade. The opportunity is open from February 16th, that's today, until March 12th. $150,000 management assistance and collaboration will be included for the winning ventures. So all those good ideas out there. Yeah, I mean, if you've got some good ideas in the uh, special education realm, definitely there's some cool things that you get out of that. 150 grand management assistant collaboration all sound like pretty good things for sure. All right, our next story, EdTech Magazine gives us the thrilling subject of data analytics. Woo! Uh, okay, Woo! no disrespect to data people. I want to say nerds, but I, I shouldn't, but I already said it. So there we go. No disrespect to data nerds out there. We do need you. Uh, we love you sort of from afar, and even maybe we wonder why, but it's okay. Uh, this story does actually, though, talk about ensuring that 
analytics improve the college experience for everyone. And their position is that analytics is an investment and it pays off. Uh, it's not an expense. And a study that they uh, referenced from Nucleus Research uh, basically found that every dollar that's invested in analytics paid off at a $13 value. I think essentially what they're saying there is using data analytics for informed ed tech decisions basically is going to save you money in the long run. Okay, well, we have lost Christy, so I'll just continue on here. Our last story is about campus technology giving us four ed tech blogs that we should be reading. Well, I'll go ahead and list them now, and I'll also put the links in our show notes at edtechweeklyshow.com, and I'll actually tweet them out here in the next few days as well. Uh, first of all, we have eLiterate, uh, Hack Education, Brian Alexander, Digital Bodies, Prof Hacker and JCYIO. And I think it's probably a good idea that we reach out to some of these people and uh, get them on the show. Clearly, they're uh, gaining some attention for what they're doing. Um, I, I will just take a moment now uh, for the featured segment um, to go into each of these. And we'll start with eLiterate. And eLiterate is really just about uh, what you would assume, I think, from the name. It's about online learning and uh, what they're learning about it. So there's multiple authors um, that are in that, on that blog, um, on that website. And uh, yeah, they've got some interesting things about scaling educational access, uh, understanding learning science as well. So it's kind of a all-inclusive, uh, but kind of focusing on online learning. Uh, the next one, Hack Education, is essentially from their tagline, the history of the future of education technology. And I think at the end of the day, uh, we're talking about things like this article entitled What's on the Horizon? Still, again, always for EdTech. So they look at the trends and also go into things that are going to be in the future. So if you are into that, check that out. Uh, Digital Bodies, uh, that is going to be dealing with a lot of virtual reality. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're into that, definitely check that out. That's that's a good blog for that. Um, and then JCYCIO is also um, done, it looks like, by Joanna Young. And uh, she is you know, uh, heading this up. And I thought it was interesting because one of the articles, the, the the most recent one that was on February 9th, talks about four steps to the right ed tech purchase. And that's something that we had talked about last week, my four steps. So it's kind of interesting to see what hers are. So check those out. Uh, Prof Hacker. Uh, this is actually from the Chronicle of Higher Education. So this is more of a higher education deal. And it is, uh, there's about, there's two editors and about 10 or so authors that contribute to that. So uh, definitely more higher ed. Uh, one of the things is a simple way to get student feedback regularly, which is really cool because that's something that uh, my next four tech teachers video or vlog tutorial, as it were, is going to be about. So that's pretty awesome. And then finally, uh, Brian Alexander. Uh, he's a he's a self-described futurist, educator, speaker, and writer. And he has a website and uh, it looks like some higher education uh, leanings on that as well. But definitely check those out. Um, I'll give a shout out to those guys um, on edtechweeklyshow.com and uh, also on Twitter in the coming days. So uh, if you follow me at 4TechTeachers, uh, I'll put those out. And if you don't, give me a follow at 4TechTeachers. And remember, as we close the show here, uh, email the show edtechweekly at gmail.com. That's how Christy originally got on the show. Um, and we've had a few others. Ashley recently was on the show and did an awesome job. So uh, again, reach out edtechweekly at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And although 
Christy is having some internet issues. Uh, you, I'm sure her Twitter is active and strong, and she's a good Twitter follow at Christy M. Warren. So uh, next week we'll be talking about uh, immediate response and feedback in the classroom, which goes into uh, that blog article that we were talking about um, just a moment ago. So I'm excited about that, and we will see you next time. And hopefully Christy's internet will be a little bit better next time on EdTech Week.